Alright, alright, this is attempt number two at You Had to Be There, episode seven, The Charleston Sunburn, an infamous story, 2013, where I looked like a lobster and went to the hospital for it. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> so this story involves me, myself, <clears throat> my dear friend Allison, Tracy, Aaron, Zach, and Ansley. Uh, we were... I was not in college at the time, uh, but they all were. They were all, all the uh, girls, females, uh, ladies, chicas, if you want to call them that. You know, they are all white um, for the most part. Um, they, uh, they were all members of the same sorority, and uh, they were going on a formal you know, sorority stuff, right? And so uh, Allison was dating a guy. Uh, who she is now married to, my dear friend Justin. Uh, congratulations to them uh, on their marriage and stuff like that. Sorry if that made a scratch sound. I just moved the microphone. Um, but Justin was busy, so I went with my childhood friend Allison, and it was just classic times, like many of these stories involved. It's just this circular group of friends that I've had for the vast majority of my life. So... Uh, we pile into Tracy's car and we head up to Charleston, South Carolina. Um, and if you've ever been on a sorority or a fraternity formal, let's not beat around the bush and uh, call an apple an apple. You know, you're there to party and have a great time, uh, whatever that means to you, right? I think we're on the same page. So Charleston, let me be frank, is not the place to do that. I think the people who plan this trip had no idea that Charleston was actually just a port town and not a beach town, although it is on the ocean. Not sure any research really went into that. Or maybe someone piped up and was like, hey, there's Folly Beach like 40 minutes away from Charleston. We can just drive. So long story short, people only end up going to the beach for like one day because it really is a hassle to drive 40 minutes one way to go sit at the beach, right? <clears throat> So, this group of friends I've had are notorious for being beach fiends. They're the type of people who will sit at the beach all day if you let them and not do shit. Like, the single whitest activity you can do is to go to the beach and just sit there all day. I've never been the type of person that can handle that. Um, also, I'm as pale as they come, so... I don't want to be in that position anyways. Luckily for me, it was warm enough, um, you know, probably high 80s um, and very overcast. And where we were was behind this big rock jetty on the beach. Um, so there was a lot of wind whipping in pretty much for like a solid seven, eight, nine hours. We had a football. Me and Aaron were tossing a football. No kidding. At least four or five hours straight. And uh, I mean, that's all there was to do for some reason. Um I don't know. Uh, so, tossing football, Allison comes up to me and she goes, Hey, Dylan, um, do you, uh, you might want to like put a shirt on or something or maybe put another layer of sunscreen on because uh, you're starting to uh, get a little color on you. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. And I thought back, I was like, did I put sunscreen on earlier? And I remember stopping right before we got to the beach at like the very last CVS and they were taxing on sunscreen. It was like 15 bucks for like one tiny little bottle. 
And I hate putting that stuff on my hands and having that greasy feeling on the palms of my hands. So I elected to get the spray because where we were in the parking lot was fine. So I get this super high SPF, like 9,000 spray sunscreen. And I remember thinking, I was like, yeah, 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 I got this. I'm going to be fine. And so, you know, I'm having this conversation in my head with myself. I was like, okay, I remember buying sunscreen, but did I, did I put it on? I can't remember. This was like five hours ago now. And I thought back, I was like, dang, we got behind this jetty over here when we got to the beach. And since I bought this spray, as soon as I started spraying it, whoosh, it just started swooshing away into the air, right? And so eventually I just got so mad that I just kind of threw the can back in the car and went by my day. I was like, oh, it's overcast, whatever, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'll be fine. Hey, guess what? When it's overcast is the literal best time to get a sunburn because it feels great outside, especially if it's warm. And like most of these stories, when bad things happen to me, it was completely of my own accord. I could have nipped this in the bud right then and there, and, but I chose not to. So here we are. Fast forward back to that conversation with Allison on the beach. I was like, yeah, no, fine. I'll put this shirt on. I'll drape it over my shoulders. I just saw I draped the shirt over my shoulders, which is covering virtually none of my body, right? <clears throat> and I'm wearing these bright red, not even like a bright red, but like a deep-hued red pair of um, like mid-thigh Ralph Lauren swimming trunks, right? Like very, very, uh, I guess you could say like frat of me, even though I wasn't even in college at the time. And... Um, yeah, and so just keep that in mind. And that was it. I think I was wearing some sunglasses, still playing catch. And we get ready to leave. Everything's fine. Pack up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Get in the car. As soon as we get in the car, I was like, man, my body is stiff. Like something serious, man. Like my skin was, I mean leather football tight I mean it was something to be impressed by it was so tight and so it was just taut it was a very taut feeling and just leathery uh, but there was no pain with it there was no pain accompanied with this feeling and so I just went about my business and since I was wearing the red shorts I wasn't really paying too much attention to what color my body was and since I was wearing sunglasses I already kind of had a skewed uh perspective of what my skin tone actually was at the time right so we're in the car and everything's fine and that night is formal night and so we wait of course until the last second because we've been at the beach you know eight or nine hours at this point the girls go up to their rooms they get ready or whatever you know, people get ready and I had this flashy suit jacket made for the event I was like oh we're in Charleston the old south you know old money this that and the other so I get this black suit jacket with this floral, something my dog just sneezed, uh, floral pattern over it. I have little crowns on the inside, silk liner. Um, little did I know that jacket would become who I am for the my foreseeable college future. Uh, people would ask me to go to events with them just so that I would wear the jacket. And I tried to retire it like 900 times and uh, people just wouldn't let it go. I'll put a picture up. I have put a picture up of it, whatever. Um, so, yeah, so we get ready, and I have that jacket. I have a white formal shirt, a black bow tie, and I have some red 
uh, red casual kind of dress pants um, to round out the outfit or whatever. And uh, I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And it wasn't until we took a picture that night before we went out there that it was pointed out how red and how burnt I truly was because, like I said, I had the black jacket with a design in it and the white shirt. And so that color separation from my torso and my uh, the lower half of my body when I was wearing the red pants, you can see perfectly in this picture that my face matches my pants literally to the exact tone, hue, saturation, like perfectly red. And you can see my little raccoon eyes from where I was wearing some kind of sunglasses. And it's the single funniest picture ever because um, I'm literally just in the middle of this big group picture, just, you know, cheese and smiling as hard as I can, you know, happy to be there. And I know I'm in pain, but I don't know it yet. Like, I know I will be in pain, but I just am postponing it because this whole time I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't feel it yet. I know I'm burnt, like, whatever. It's going to hurt when I try to roll over tonight, but whatever, right? Go to the event, still no pain. Get through the event. We're standing there, and they're doing the awards ceremony for the girls, and I realized, I was like, it's getting kind of toasty in here but also hey side note having a formal in an aquarium loud music and fish hey no that was weird like it was like they were like hey turn the music down like it was like i could i can remember the changes in music volume because they were like hey no 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 too loud too loud whatever blah 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 because it's not like you can be like hey you know put the things over here like the different fish or whatever like coordinate them off or section them off somewhere else whatever anyways so <clears throat> I remember standing there with a group of people. I was like, dang, it's getting hot. But it's probably just body heat. It's probably body heat because we're all in this tiny little room right now doing these awards. I was like, I'm going to take a step back, catch some air. So I took a couple steps back and kind of removed myself from the surrounding people, right? And I was like, hmm. And this was before I drank, so... I knew it had nothing to do with, you know, kind of alcohol heat. You know, alcohol warms the body up, or so they say, right? And so I knew it had nothing to do with that. Back up, and I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, I still feel it. I still feel it. Okay, okay. And just, boom, I pulled my bow tie a little bit. I was like, all right. I loosened up around my neck a little bit. It feels good. I like that. It's a little better. And then I was like, wait a minute. Am I getting hotter? What is the deal here? So I, boom. First button, you know, like the actual collar button, undo that one and undo the first top button. I was like, okay, now it's not squeezing my chest. This should feel better. And then boom, right? I can feel the heat radiating off of my chest and hitting the bottom side of my chin. That's how hot my body was. I could literally feel the, the nuanced kind of heat entangled air radiating off of my chest and hitting the bottom side of my chin. I was smoking, smoking the worst kind of hot. And I was like, oh boy, this is not going to be good. And I noticed my stomach started to tingle a little bit. And I was like, mm, okie dokie. I was like, I need to get some air because I really started to feel the heat at that point. I still wasn't in any pain. I was just feeling the heat. It was like walking through Death Valley. And 
Um, not that I know what that's like, but that's what it felt like. And so I walk outside and I find a little uh, chair I can sit in and I just start, boom, jacket coming off, bow tie, throw it on the ground. Couldn't tell you where that bow tie is today. Undoing all of my shirt. I got an undershirt on, of course. I start fanning myself in my undershirt and I just sit there. And I mean, I'm basically in a seated fetal position, but not really. I'm kind of like slouched down in the chair, legs spread as far apart as possible. That whole like arms draped down the side thing, like utter despair is what I looked like in this chair probably. And everyone was probably like, that dude is drunk out of his mind. In reality, I was burnt. I was so burnt. I was toasted. I was a toasted, toasted, toasted pub sub with hot sauce. That's how burnt I was. And Allison comes out there and she's like, are you good? Are you good? Like, I was like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to be okay. I just feel really hot right now. All right, fine. Ceremony's over. Everyone's leaving. You know, we're just going to go out and grab something to eat real quick. Everyone piles in the car and I was like, okay, I feel fine. Now that I've moved around a little bit and I've cooled off outside, I feel fine. And then the motion of the car, I remember we were driving around this kind of uh, strip mall-esque type of um, complex looking for places to eat and everyone's like blah, 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 blah. But as soon as someone said, I think it was Aaron. Of course, Aaron wants to eat steak and shake. Of every, we're, in, we're in Charleston, South Carolina and Aaron wants to eat at steak and shake after a formal event. And I was like... Okay, as soon as the word steak and shake was uttered out of his mouth, I was like, ooh, buddy, I am sick. Y'all can drop me off at the hotel. I can get myself to the room. Y'all go on and eat. And so that's what they did. They dropped me off, made it to the hotel. And I told Tracy, I was like, hey, before you go, like, I need you to go down to the shop and see if you can get me some aloe, uh, like the shop in the bottom of the hotel. Give me some aloe, something. Give me something. She comes back with Benadryl, like I was having an allergic reaction. And I said, you're out of your goddamn mind. Like, well, what do you want me to do with this Benadryl? And she, she's like, I don't know, this is all they had, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it, I was like, okay. It's drowsy, it's the drowsy form of Benadryl. I was like, okay, this could be a big plus. So I read the instructions on the back, say, okay, no more than two tablets, 24 hours, start doing some math, I was like, okay, I'm a pretty healthy individual, if three Benadryl kills me, I deserve to die anyways, so, I take three Benadryl, I know, I know, I know what you're thinking, per drug regulations and restrictions, as instructed on the backs of the box, I take more than they say to take, I took three, they said take two, I took three, because my goal was to just go to sleep and try to sleep the pain away, I put myself literally at a 90 degree, like a straight up right angle in the bed on a bunch of pillows. That was the only way I was comfortable. Fan on full blast in my underwear. I was like, I'll see you guys later. I'm gonna take a nap. Boom, they leave, I go to sleep. It feels like five hours goes by. I wake up and I was like, hmm, okay, why am I awake? It must've been a long time. It's been 15 minutes, my body is on fire, and I feel the pain setting in. And I was like, at this point, I still haven't looked at myself, except through the viewfinder of that photo uh, that someone took on their phone, right? And I said, oh God, okay, I need to do, I need, I need a sit rep, I need, to fi- I need a status check, I need to see where I'm at. And uh, 
So I hobble my way to the bathroom, all the lights are off in there, and you know, bam, 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 literally crawling around the floor, get myself, pull myself up on the bathroom counter, flick the lights on, and I just gradually pan my head up, and I'm greeted with not one, two, three, or four, but five and six of me stretched out across this mirror, and I said, well, boys, the gang is all here. Uh, there's a lot of us, and we don't feel well. What do we do next? And boom, I'm literally passed out in the bathroom floor for like 10 minutes after that. I don't know if I was hallucinating. I don't know. I don't know. It could have been, it could have been that third Benadryl. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, could have been the second Benadryl because if you think about it, two in 24 hours, I mean one every 12 hours, I took three. It could have been the second one, but I digress. What happened happened. I fell asleep in the bathroom floor. I woke up and I drug myself back to the bed. And I called Tracy and Allison. I said, I need one of you to take me to the hospital right now. So they come. We go. We go to a hospital in the middle of a not very, not very good part of town. I got to be honest with you. Uh... I wait for about two hours in utter pain. I realized that once I had gotten there and they had checked my vitals, they were like, okay, this is just a stupid kid who's burnt. I'm very low on the priority list, obviously, because there's nothing they can really do for me. It's not like they have some kind of magical ointment they can rub on me and they're like, okay, see you later. So about an hour and a half into my wait, I was like, hey, you know what? Just shred my papers, act like I was never here. It'll be fine, I'm leaving. The lady talks me into staying She's like, I'll see you in like the next 10 to 15 minutes. Don't be, don't worry. So at the end of two hours, you know, 30 minutes later, I was like, okay, for real, I got to go. I can't do this anymore. It's not your fault. It's my fault. Once again, full responsibility. My fault. Should have used the rub on sunscreen. Should have used it. But I didn't. And I say, here, here's my wristband, blah, 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 blah. And I start to walk towards the door. She says, are you sure? Are you sure you want to leave? And I go to turn, and I make a really sly turn. Like, it was so sly. It was too sly. It was so smooth, criminal. It wasn't even funny. Actually, it wasn't funny at all. It made me sick. I made this turn so smooth, like little whoop. Like, if it made a noise, that's the noise it made when I turned. And, like, did the thing with your feet where you just kind of slide across the ground, right? And I was like, oh, God. What is happening? I look back at Tracy and Allison, and I just give them this face, and they, like, didn't know what to do. Just utter panic erupted over their face in silence. It was a silent panic across their face. They're like, oh, my God, what is Dylan going to do next? And I look back at the lady at the desk, and I was like, do you have a bathroom? Yes, right there. And it was about 25, 30 feet away from me, right? I was like, okay. In that moment, I started making started just doing little calculations. I was like, okay, if I run, if I do this, da, 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 I can make it to the bathroom. I'm going to be sick. That is not of question. The question is, is am I going to make it? And what variables am I going to encounter along the way? I just assume, I was like, I haven't seen anyone go in that door. There's no one in there. I can make it. I don't have to run. I can speed walk. I'll make it. So I get over there, Tracy Nelson still by the front door. Don't know why. Don't know why they stayed at the front door for so long. I get to the bathroom door and it's jammed. Nobody's in there. It's unlocked. I can pull the door, but I'm so weak and so dehydrated and so sun poisoned at this time. And my body is just frail and weak, like a little like 90 year old man. 
and I'm pulling on this door and I'm pulling on this door and I'm yelling at Tracy Nelson, get over here, open the fucking door, like da 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 da, you know, doing what I, being dramatic, being dramatic, you know, and it's my fault. So I'm pulling on this door and I look at the door hinges trying to figure out what's wrong. One of them's not connected. And so this, the bottom of this door is dragging on the bottom of the ground and you literally have to lift the door up over one of the little tile pieces and then pull it out. I couldn't do that. I was busy. I was busy holding down throw up, okay? And trying to open the door. Couldn't do both. And so I immediately start making new plans and uh, running new calculations in my head. And I see, hey, there's a trash can over there by the snack slash coffee bar. I can make it to that trash can. It's not very far. So I get over there. And um, what happened? I... uh. I was like, okay, I can do it. I can do it. One, two steps, Tracy and Allison, they're pulling on this door. They can't figure out that you got to pick it up to open it and stuff like that. I mean, I didn't figure that out until the last second either. It's not their fault. It's the hospital's fault. And I was like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. And as I'm slamming my face into this trash can that God knows what is in in the middle of this hospital waiting room, hey, I was too late. I was too late. I threw up all over the Mr. Coffee machine. I threw up all over the different packets of coffee they had available. And a little bit of it got on the floor. Not going to lie. Zero of it got in the trash can. That's a fact. And by the time Tracy and Allison got the door open, I was done. And so I just went in there, washed my hands, washed my face off a little bit, walked back out there. And I looked at the lady and said, hey, I tried to tell you two hours ago I was a little more sick then I was leading y'all on to believe, but hey, you're the one who said, oh, we'll see you. We'll see you in a minute. And I was like, okie dokie. Uh, so I tried my best to wait and it didn't happen. So we got home, got, you know, went back to the hotel. I passed out, got in the car the next day. And that was a miserable, miserable, miserable car ride home. I was even miserable, miserable, miserable for the next three or four months, especially since I lied to the girlfriend I had at the time of my whereabouts. That was a tough one to explain the next time I saw her, you know, in the next following days. And I was burnt to an absolute crisp. She's like, I thought you were like doing this and this and this and this with your mom. And I was like, actually, I was at a sorority formal with some of my friends. And that is how the cookie crumbles. That is the Charleston sunburn. That is why you never use spray on sunscreen. That is why you have greasy palms and use the rub on sunscreen. That's the end of this story. Shout out Tracy for opening the door. Shout out Allison for eventually opening the door. Shout out the little clerk lady. Uh, shout out Zach. Shout out that weird kid Troy uh, that was there with Evan. And shout out uh, DeFi uh, who uh, planned this, uh, the formal. And uh, shout out me for having the most notorious sunburn and dinner jacket all in the same night. All right, that was episode seven. You had to be there. Peace. About to record episode eight. All righty.